hello, it's yet another day and I'm glad to be on this platform and I believe that you are listening. By way of introduction, I am John Samuel and the series I'm working on right now is tagged Evangelism Made Easy. Okay, Evangelism Made Easy. This is the episode 2. It will be made available in order for you to download online, uh, especially from YouTube. Okay, so you can just search Evangelism Made Easy or you can follow the link. It will be posted as well, either on Facebook or on Spotify or any other podcast platform. You can be able to access this teaching. Okay, so now let's get back to business. I have come across believers, many believers, so to say, people who had issue with the practice of it okay so where does the notion come from exactly how did evangelism made easy come about there are believers who believe that evangelism as it is is a tedious task okay so because of that kind of belief they begin to build doctrines they begin to build a lot of teachings around it you know people resort back to the fact that they cannot be able to go out anymore some things cannot be done anymore Uh, those who will be saved would be saved those who will not be saved will not be saved the teachings on election predestination all of those teachings begin to come in but the truth is those who place their faith in christ jesus are god's choice for salvation okay the decision to accept christ comes before the choice god won't say this group of people are my choice god won't say that group of people are my choice no rather god would say if you place your faith in my son and in his finished work you are my choice of salvation So, I believe I am talking to people who are God's choice of salvation. I congratulate you today. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So, right now, this notion is coming from a perspective of the fact that there are people, there are believers who don't really agree when it comes to the subject of evangelism. And what is it that they don't agree with? They do not agree with the fact that the church has been commissioned to reach people with the gospel and that they believe that this commissioning is for certain kinds of people it could be the pastors the evangelists i mean if god did not call you to minister the gospel to someone you shouldn't even do it as a believer but you know it's not so okay you have the secret of life in your grasp you have the secret of life. You are wielding the secret of life. The answer to life's questions. And the best news ever. You can spill that secret over and over and it only gets bigger and better. Not just for you but for everyone else. So, as Christians, we do have that secret. Only it's not a secret at all but a truth that is meant to be shared a truth that is meant to be dispensed 
that is the belief that is the faith that god has called us into we have to share the faith we have to share the faith so today i want to be talking about evangelism made easy as the series and this episode is titled what is and isn't evangelism what exactly is evangelism and what exactly isn't evangelism you see we have this problem in christendom where there is every possibility that believers can do what is right or can do what is wrong as much as they do what is right so when it comes to the subject of evangelism what really is evangelism i believe that we we have to know this before we can make a step if i don't know what a subject is if i don't know what a mission is that mission basically may not be achieved as i want so people get frustrated time and time again people get frustrated tired they give up why because the subject of evangelism has not really been made plain okay so when you understand what evangelism is and what it isn't fulfilling the call will become easy that is where the title comes from evangelism made easy it is only easy because you know it it is only easy because you know what it is and you know what it is not somebody doesn't have to tell you you shouldn't do this you should do that and all of that but you you need to know for yourself this is evangelism you need to know for yourself that isn't evangelism okay so that is why i am on this platform today so first of all i want to talk about what is the meaning of the word evangelism what is the meaning of the word evangelism evangelism is preaching announcing or otherwise communicating the gospel communicating the gospel to people communicating the gospel to the world evangelism is announcing proclaiming the gospel to people more so in a language that they can understand it means to deliver the message that jesus christ is not only the son of god but also gave his life as a sacrifice for our sins in doing so therefore he ensured eternal life for anyone who believes so this is evangelism evangelism is proclamation proclamation of what the gospel evangelism is announcing announcing the good news of the life death and resurrection of jesus christ that is evangelism so what else is evangelism the whole teaching of evangelism has to do with the fact that it is the proclamation of the good news so people get to ask what is the good news we keep hearing of news 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 and all the time we keep hearing of news some news are bad news some news are not good at all i mean you can't even just hear people say such things you wouldn't want to call them news or uh, good news so to say but when it comes to evangelism we have what is called good news 
Evangelism is publishing the good news. Evangelism is proclaiming the good news. Is telling somebody Jesus loves you. Evangelism is telling somebody you can be saved irrespective of how deep you are in sin. Evangelism is telling somebody someone came to die for you. Someone came, he died and resurrected and he came back to life all because of you. Evangelism is the act of preaching the good news, preaching the gospel, telling people about the love of Jesus. That is evangelism. Okay, so when you look at John 3.16, where the scripture says, God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And then you you look at 14, chapter 14 of St. John, verse 6. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. This is Jesus speaking. So accepting that good news and then telling others about it, so they know too, is the definition of evangelism. What more can you say to this? When you accept that good news, and then tell it to others so then also have the information that oh something like this really happened someone died and resurrected because of me oh so they know in order for them to be saved is the definition of evangelism so this is very important this is paramount this is crucial to the body of christ we have to know this we have to know this so evangelism means going out into the street and telling the people about the love of his savior this is so lovely this is so welcoming i mean there are people in the street who have given up on themselves already the community has written them off as much as they have written themselves off out of the plan of god's salvation okay but you have to go there with the news to tell them no a savior died for them he came back to life because of them share with them how jesus is still in love with them and is willing to give them a new life because the scripture tells us that if anyone is in christ he or she is a new creation old has passed away behold the new has come that is the end result of evangelism which is one of the episodes i will be sharing as time goes on, the end result of evangelism. I'm going to be talking more about this. Okay. So, 2 Corinthians tells us, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. What more would you require from somebody hearing the gospel? This has to do with a whole life transformation of the person. Okay, so evangelism is very crucial and the church has to engage in doing it. But then, knowing what it is and what it is not is very important as well. Knowing what it is and knowing what it is not is very important to the body of Christ. I will be taking a few minutes to run through what evangelism is not. I will be going through this just for a few minutes. Now, number one, evangelism has nothing to do 
with going into the street, meeting up with a sinner, and telling the person he or she would die and go to hell because he or she refuses your message. Let me repeat that again. Evangelism is not going out into the street and condemning people. Evangelism has nothing to do with condemnation. Evangelism has nothing to do with criticism. Evangelism has nothing to do with rejection. And as such, the loving Savior is more in love with the people than you claim to be. Okay, so you cannot go out into the street as a believer and condemn a sinner because he or she refuses your message. God has not sent the church to do that. God will not send the church to do that. Okay, so when you go out into the street, there might be a tendency for you to criticize somebody. There might be a tendency for you to tell somebody, look, with this lifestyle, you will die and go to hell. What hope have you given the person? What hope of salvation have you given the person? If you were told like that, would you ever become a Christian? So consider that people want to be saved as much as they are living in sin. People want a savior. People need a savior. People want to be saved. So you are in the right position to take this news, this good news to them. Do not condemn people. Do not criticize people. Do not paint people black. Do not say this person cannot be saved. Everybody can be saved. But it's unfortunate that everybody will not be saved. I'll be talking about this in my next episode. Everybody can be saved, but everybody will not be saved because God still respects the choice of man. Our decision to place our faith in Christ Jesus and to believe in his finished works for us is within our power. But when we hear the gospel and we are convicted and convinced, then we will now make the choice. I want to accept this Jesus. So God won't force people to be saved. And as it is, do not condemn people. Do not criticize people. Everyone can be saved. So the second thing that evangelism is not has to do with the fact that believers go out into the streets and begin to preach their denomination or their local church. So local church or denomination has no place in the plan of God's salvation for the lost. You don't tell a sinner about your church because you feel it is the best place to be. No. Do the first thing first. Even if preaching of church is not wrong, it shouldn't be the first thing to be done. You don't go out into the street and proclaim that your church is the best. You don't proclaim in the streets to unbelievers that they need to come to your church because you take good care of them, because you shelter them, you provide for them and all of that. That has no place in the plan of God for mankind. The church exists basically for believers and therefore who, who is the church? It is you. It is you, the believer, that is the church. The unbeliever is not the church. So you have to introduce the person to Christ first. 
before you can now advise the person to join a living church where he or she can stay and grow. So this is very important. This is very important. Don't preach church at least first. Don't preach church. Don't condemn the people. Preach the love of Christ. Tell people they are needed. Tell people God is interested in them. And that is where the power of the gospel lies. And then the next thing is evangelism is not, is not encouragement. <laughs> evangelism is not encouragement. Evangelism is not encouragement. You don't go out into the street. When you meet an unbeliever, you begin to encourage the unbeliever. Hey, brother, it will be well. It will be well. It will, and all of that. Whatever that has nothing to do with the life death and resurrection of Christ is not the gospel. The content of the gospel has to do with the life, the death and the resurrection of Jesus. His works. Okay. So when what takes you to the street has no correlation with all of this, you are not preaching the gospel. There is a place for encouragement. There is a place for counseling. And also there is a place for the gospel of salvation. What saves people is the life, the death and resurrection of Jesus. It is not encouragement. It is not hope. It is not prayer. That is why the gospel has to be proclaimed. In our definition of evangelism, I told us that evangelism means proclamation. Evangelism means pronouncing, announcing the good news to the world of unbelievers. So, it has nothing, first of all, to do with encouragement. You don't save people through words of encouragement. You don't save people through giving them words of hope. You don't save people from sin and from the holds of the devil through giving them prayer points. Especially when the person is an unbeliever, you save the person through the proclamation of the gospel of salvation that Jesus came and died and resurrected because of that person. That is the gospel. Okay, so... The final thing I want to talk about here in regards to what isn't evangelism has to do with asking the question, are you a Christian? God has not sent us to go and ask people if they are Christians or not before we preach to them. No, we don't ask, are you a Christian? I'm surprised how many times I've had believers say, Oh yes, she is saved. I asked her if she was a Christian and she says yes. And so what? Remember, a large number of the population will call themselves Christians simply because they believe in God. But James chapter 2 verse 19 reminds us, Even the demons believe and tremble. So people believe in God generally. And because of that, they are convinced that they are believers. Believing in the creator of the world does not make one a Christian. It is believing in the son, accepting the works he has done. That is where salvation comes from. And people hide under this because they believe that once they tell you they are Christians, they don't want to hear any further explanation from you. Okay, so remember, 
The true gospel involves a person recognizing they are a sinner while believing that Jesus, the Son of God, who lived a sinless life, died to take the punishment for the sins of mankind. He rose victorious over death and was seen by many people after his resurrection, which proves he is alive. According to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1 to 8, like I said earlier, when what takes you to the streets has no relationship with the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus, it is not the gospel. It is what Paul may call another gospel. It is not the gospel. According to Galatians chapter 1, it is not the gospel. So, this is very crucial to what we are talking about here. This is very crucial. The gospel is needed. The people to take it out there are limited. Basically, because most of them don't know what exactly is the gospel and what isn't the gospel. So it becomes a problem to Christendom. So the final thing I want to talk about right now in regard to this topic is what does the Bible say about evangelism? Does the scripture has anything to say about evangelism? The gospels, the epistles, the letters, do they have anything to say about evangelism? Yes. You know, we know from the book of Acts that after Christ's resurrection, the apostles were filled with the Holy Spirit and scattered across the land, preaching the word. You find that in the book of Acts chapter 8, verse 4 to 25. They were preaching the word. They were proclaiming the word. They were telling people about the love of the Savior. They were not out into the street castigating, discriminating, and criticizing the people. They were preaching the message of love. They were preaching the message of forgiveness. They were preaching the message of repentance. That is what God is calling the church to do. So in Romans, you also find the Apostle Paul spent time instructing the early church about the desperate need for evangelism. So all can be saved. As Paul asked, how then can they call on the one whom they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? Romans 10, 14. How can they hear? So evangelism is not keeping silence. Evangelism is proclamation. Most of what we do on social media, the write-ups, you know, and all of that, people can just read and wave it off. It's possible. Okay? It's possible. But the scripture tells us that faith comes by hearing in Romans 10. Faith comes. Faith in the word. Faith in the gospel comes by hearing the words of the gospel. So you don't you don't expect a an unbeliever, you don't expect an unbeliever to just sit by himself and get saved. As much as gospel tracts can help, they are not to be concluded upon to be the final means as to which people can get saved. They can only guide you. There are guidelines. You have to use your mouth to declare the gospel to people. They have to hear you. There has to be a hearing in order for them to be saved. 
because faith in the gospel comes through hearing the words of the gospel it is through the hearing of the gospel that the spirit of god begins to convict and convince them to salvation okay so in the scripture we find out how the early church undertook this task evangelism is important today if the world must be saved the church must not sit still if the world must be saved we must proclaim we must teach we must minister publicly people need to hear the message of this gospel we also see examples of evangelism throughout the new testament particularly in the book of acts Acts chapter 2 tells us how Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, preached boldly to the crowd. And about 3,000 people believed and were were baptized. In Acts chapter 8, the Holy Spirit prompted Philip to approach an important Ethiopian official who was riding in his chariot south on a desert road toward Gaza. Philip obeyed and when he had the official reading the book of Isaiah, he used that to strike up a conversation that ultimately led to sharing the good news with the man who believed and was baptized as well. Okay. Also in Acts is the story of how Paul and Silas shared the gospel with their jailer after a violent earthquake. The jailer believed he and his whole household and Paul and Silas baptized them all. Okay, so this is where I'll be stopping for today. I hope that you got something from this. By the grace of God, episode 3 of this teaching will be coming up next week Friday. Okay, next week Friday. And in that episode, I'll be talking about who is to evangelize. Who exactly is to evangelize? Is it the bishop? Is it the reverend? Is it the evangelist? Is it the apostle? Is it the prophet? Is it the teacher? Who exactly is to declare this message? I would be bringing up this next week by the grace of God. So, we have to start a revolution. And the revolution has to do with reaching out to people with the gospel then and only then can there be revival. Revival comes through the preaching of the gospel, not only limited to praying. You have to proclaim if you want to see revival.